0: Get out the insurance cards. Get out the co-pays. The office is open, my friends. Brought to you by drrodo.com.
1: Consistently cashing podcasts. Getting you that money for those cash games using the consistency formula. It's your host this week, Ron Rigney. Taking over the hosting duties from my guy, Colby Conway, who is not going to get a clutch game this week. But you know who is going to get a clutch game is my, my co-host, the godfather of consistency. Mr. Bob Long, coming from the Midwest Consistency Studios, Bob Long, how the hell are you in this week fifteen?
0: Godfather, that makes me feel old, but I'll go with it. <laughs> I take it. Hey, it could have been somebody. Um, but yeah, no, it's great to be here. Uh, uh, Colby's enjoying himself. He's probably he's probably getting he's probably being pretty clutch. Let's be honest, he's probably more clutch than we are because we're married. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway. Uh, great to be here. I'm so excited to be able to get to do my first Voltron lineup. So, very stoked for that. So, uh, let's get it going.
1: Let's get after it. And so, uh, you guys know how we do it here. It's going to be the same format, even though we're missing our guy Colby. We're still going to keep it the same way we always do. Going to hit our game to target, each give you one. Going to get our hit our game to avoid, each going to give you one of those. And then we're going to get together. And, and Bob got to build, help me build the Voltron lineup this afternoon. So, we'll go ahead and give you that as well. That is a podcast exclusive. Don't forget. It's not going to be seen in the article. So we'll talk a little bit about that later on. So, Bob, throw it over to you first. In this slate, this was a tough slate. You know, we kind of went back and forth before we got on the air. Which game are you going to target in week 15 in your cash lineups?
0: So I'm going to target a game that usually is high scoring, regardless of how bad the New York Giants offense normally is. And that's Dallas at the Giants. I mean, weather-wise, has been pretty good here in the Midwest. In fact, today it was over 60 degrees. Uh, That will carry over into the weekend into the New York uh, East Coast area. So, you know, maybe a little bit of rain, but but definitely very nice, very comfortable for this time of year. Could be a lot worse, that's for sure. But Cowboys and the Giants, they always put up big points. Uh, You know, Ezekiel Elliott's rushed for two touchdowns the last time they played. Uh, It's just a game that, you know, you expect a lot of passing. You know, again, the Giants are really bad against quarterbacks and wide receivers. Uh, when it comes to protecting them and giving up fantasy points, Giants are 25th and giving up the most points to wide receivers. So, Mari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, maybe even Michael Gallup, Dalton Schultz, again, all could benefit. We expect a big day from Dak, big day from Zeke, as Tony Pollard will probably miss this game. Um, Dak hasn't been Dak. Zeke hasn't been himself, uh, but it is the Giants. You know, we're coming down to crunch time for playoffs and. Anytime you get these interdivision rivals, especially the NFC East, you know that there's going to be a lot of up tempo here. Uh, the, the Dallas plays at a very up tempo uh, pace, averaging a play every 24.7 seconds, which is the second fastest in the league. So this game will go quick. There'll be a lot of uh, scoring. And so that's the matchup I'm going to go with. Uh, it's got a, a point total of about 44 and a half, which is a little bit lower than you would want. But there's not as many games to pick from this week because we have a Thursday. We have the uh, couple on Saturday, maybe three or four on Saturday. I forget. Uh, and then we've got Sunday night and Monday night. So the Sunday main slate is a little picked over this week. So not a ton of great matchups, but I think this is one of the better ones.
1: Yeah, that main, main slate is a little bit skimpy this week. And I'm going to continue with that that NFC East trend. And we're just going to do the whole damn division this week. And it's going to be Washington. Philadelphia is going to be the one I'm going with. Also has a 44-and-a-half point total. And even though that Washington defense has gotten a little bit better as the year has gone on, they've still been prone to giving up some big passing days. Looks like Jalen Hurts is healthy. He's back in the saddle. You know, he doesn't have the most talented group of wide receivers in the world, but he does have Devontae Smith. He does have Dallas Goddard. He has has some running backs to throw it out of the the backfield, too. I'd love to see Kenneth Gainwell get a little bit more run as as we kind of close out the season here. And then, of course, on the other side, you've got Taylor Heineke, who – May not get a clutch game every week, but the guy's fun to watch. Eagles aren't terrible against the pass, they kind of middle of the road against both the pass, or a little bit worse against the run. You got Antonio Gibson, you got JD McKissick back in there. The only thing that gives me a little bit of concern is that we don't really know Terry McLaurin's status yet, so I'd love to see my guy Terry Targets in there. But if not, a guy that you might pay down for a little bit, and he might be more of a, a GPP dart throw, but he could work out, especially in this skimpy slate, is Adam Humphreys. He saw his most targets of the season last week. If Terry McLaurin is not in there, I like Adam Humphreys to kind of be that safety valve, kind of playing maybe that Cole Beasley type role in that offense. A lot of underneath stuff, a lot of checkdown stuff, especially with them being without Logan Thomas. They do have Ricky Seals Jones. He had a couple of bad drops last week. Adam Humphreys has those sure hands, so he's a guy that you might look at. But you know, it's really skimpy on the on what you got on this main slate this week. So that and, and and by the way, all the things that you said as far as the games. Then you throw COVID on top of that, so we'll see what happens. So make sure you're watching those lineups. So those are our games to target. Bob, where, which games are you going to avoid in that main slate this week?
0: Well, speaking of COVID, <laughs> and that is definitely the hot word. Well, it's been the hot word for almost two years now, but it is definitely the hot word of the week when it comes to the Cleveland Browns. The entire city of Cleveland now is under COVID. No, I'm just kidding. But the entire Cleveland Browns team is pretty much there. They are down not only some defensive players, some offensive line players, uh, but they are also down not only Kevin Stefanski, the coach, not only Baker Mayfield, the first quarterback on the team. It's now down to Casey Canem, who also has COVID. He's out now. So now they're starting Nick Mullins in this game. Jarvis Landry is already out because of COVID. Austin Hooper is already out. Jared Willis the offensive tackle is out, Wyatt Teller the offensive guard is out, Drew Forbes their other guard is out. There is very few players left on this team. This is going to be an ugly ugly game. Um the Raiders are coming to town. The Raiders are not the best defense, that's for sure. But they're going to get third string running or, or quarterback. Uh they're going to probably stack the line, stop Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt still isn't playing. Uh you know, their best w- wide receivers now are Peoples Jones and Ah, uh, probably Rashard Higgins. Uh, you know, Nojoku's in there now as a tight end. It's just going to be an ugly game. Uh, I am staying as far away from this one for fantasy purposes as possible. I may put Chubb in if I have him in any of my leagues, but for DFS purposes, I feel like he's going to struggle. So I'm off.
1: Yeah, the only thing I like about that game is is I think the volume would be there for Nick Chubb, but like you said, mm-hmm. if that's the one thing they have going for him. That's obviously the one thing. Right. He might stop. have
0: thirty five attempts for mm-hmm. one hundred twenty yards, but beyond yeah. that, uh, I'm not sure. I'm worth it's worth paying up for, and I think there's better options. We're gonna go over here earlier later. Yeah.
1: We're gonna gonna be a rough, rough one there in Cleveland, that's for sure. The the one I'm gonna go with is ugly for a lot of other reasons, and that's Houston Jacksonville. And you know we've seen the drama surrounding Jacksonville this week. I won't even go mm-hmm. into that. But you're not gonna see me have a ton of this game other than Brandon Cooks and James Robinson. I feel like James Robinson, you know, and, and it'd be interesting to see how Jacksonville decides to come out and use a, use this last week as motivation. But James Robinson, I feel like, is gonna get the ball early enough, and I think he's a play there, and and Brandon Cooks is always in play. I think he's one of Great. those guys that. No matter what the matchup is, he is the one guy on that offense that's going to get the ball a lot. He's a target machine, and I think that's going to continue this week. Beyond those two guys, you don't want the quarterbacks. You don't want the defenses. You don't want any really of the other wide receivers. Maybe you might throw a dart at Marvin Jones. I don't know. But Trevor Lawrence, you know, and unfortunately for Trevor Lawrence this season, a lot of the Urban Meyer stuff has masked his, his terrible play. And so I don't really want too big of a piece of that, that Jacksonville passing game. Only a 43-point total. I think that's spot on. Not going to see a ton of points scored here against a couple of teams that I believe are sitting at 2-11 and 11 right now or 2-12, and 12, whatever it is. Either way, uh, no matter how you slice it, they are not good at football this season. So we'll see how things go there. So that that kind of wraps up our, our games we're going to target, games we're going to avoid. Now on to the ever-popular Voltron lineup. And, and as you know, what we do here is we pick a site. We're back on FanDuel this week. We did a DK lineup on here a week ago. And we go back and forth. We both fill in the lineup. And so, Bob, I, I did my picks first. I gave you the quarterback spot on our FanDuel Voltron lineup. So I'm going to let you go ahead and kick it off. Tell us who you got in as our quarterback this week.
0: Well, I know this is probably going to shock a few people. But, you know, when you're doing these lineups, you've got to stay kind of in that six to 7,000 range. Uh, you may go outside of a little bit, but you better save some money somewhere else. Uh, so looking at the quarterback position – You know, you certainly could pay up and do Kyler Murray or one of those kind of guys. But and I know, folks, please sit down before I tell you this. But the guy I'm going with is Ben Roethlisberger. Until week 11, Ben Roethlisberger had zero clutch games for the year. He has not been consistent. He's not even been that good. But all of a sudden, he has magically woke up in the last four weeks. He has got 75 percent consistency, three out of four. He's only costing you $6,600 on FanDuel. Um, and he's going against the Titans, who rank 27th in giving up fantasy points to quarterbacks. They're playing at home. They're still in a race. They still have a shot at playoffs. Uh, so I feel like Ben is going to have to throw the ball. He's going to have, you know, I think, he, I think he can do 300 yards, two, three touchdowns. And for $6,600, I think that's a bargain. And that's who I'm going to go with.
1: Agreed. Nice, nice call on that one at quarterback. So big Ben at quarterback here. I was uh, the first running back. I picked the first running back off the board. I went with James Conner at 8,000. So I'm paying up a little bit there for James Conner, but you don't need to say a lot about this. I mean, he, you know, he wasn't able to run the ball for a lot of yards last week, caught nine passes for 94 yards and and still scored a couple times through the air. So James Conner is absolutely been a touchdown machine now that he has left Pittsburgh and you know you you guys need to hear the main reasons as to why I think this is a good play tune into the monkey knife fight podcast Bob had some great insight on that Detroit defense that Detroit defense on paper looks pretty good against the pass but a lot of that is because they are so terrible against the run last time I checked James Conner runs the football and so it's going to be handing it to James Conner and Chase Edmonds if he is if he is healthy but I think it's a safe bet to see James Conner get a ton of volume this week move the ball run that clock out and get in the end zone at least a couple times, so I feel okay about him at eight grand with the return you're going to get. Bob, you got the next two, so you got the next running back, and you're going to have our first wide receiver. So take it away.
0: All right. So again, staying in that six to seven thousand dollar range, uh, the guy that I really like is when I mean, we've talked about the the two games that we really like this week from a, a game matchup standpoint, and you talked about the Washington versus Philadelphia, and that's where I'm going. So I'm going Antonio Gibson against the Eagles. Again, Gibson has been not great this year, but good. Uh, But, man, he's been kind of kicking it in. The team has really been relying on him, giving him a lot of attempts, a lot of touches. And this week he goes against Philadelphia, tackles the Eagles. Uh, They rank 23rd in giving up fantasy points for running backs. Uh, He has done quite well in those game scenarios when playing away versus a bad defense. He's averaged 18.8 fantasy points per game and has been 100% consistent. I love Gibson in this matchup. Combining him with Connor should be a one-two punch to earn you some cash. And then we're going to move on to the wide receiver position. Um, I'm going to do a stack. How about that? (laughs) So I'm stacking Chase Claypool with uh, Ben Roethlisberger. And here's why. He's only $6,400. Again, a nice bargain. Uh, Tennessee, and uh, we told you how bad he, they were against the quarterback doing. They were 27th in uh, giving up fantasy points. They are 31st against receivers in giving up fantasy points so far this year. Uh, Chase Claypool, certainly on the other side of Deontay Johnson, who's been 100% consistent. Uh, but obviously, Claypool is a lot cheaper, and I feel like he will do very well. Uh, so far this year, 18.02 fantasy points a game, 67% consistent when playing at home against a bad defense. So, again, kind of staying that six to $7,000 range, I'm going with Chase Claypool as the first receiver off the board.
1: All right, and then it fell to me to take the next two receivers off the board. And so I had to save a little bit of cash here because we paid up a little bit for James Conner. Went with Van Jefferson as as my first receiver against the Seahawks at sixty two hundred dollars, and it's a little bit misleading when you see that he's against one of the he's against the first ranked uh, defense a, against the position on, on Fanduel. When you look at Seattle, they they're giving up the most passing yards in the league per game at two seventy eight point nine, and we know that Matthew Stafford has built that rapport with Van Jefferson. We know that you know he's a guy that I liked anyway. You know to get you get you some points in your in your yearly l- leagues at that flex spot. Now that Robert Woods has been out, he stepped up and definitely made some big plays. You know, he had two for 58 last week. He's had a touchdown in three straight. So I think that he can make that four straight. But I think he gets a few more targets than he got last week. You know, he coming off the, the weeks before that, you know, he's seen at least seven targets every week since week seven, except for last week. But he did get you that touchdown to save the day. So I'm going to go with Van Jefferson there. And then Brandon Cook's another guy that I like to value at 6,900 bucks. You know, I told you I didn't really necessarily like that Houston Jacksonville game. But we know that Brandon Cooks has a ton of targets. Um, he was my – I believe he was my start in my start sit this week at, at wide receiver. So you want to make sure you have him in every lineup you can. Jacksonville's pass defense has given up 38 grabs for 441 yards and four touchdowns over the last five weeks. Cooks torched him in week one for a buck 32 on five catches. I think that happens again. Davis Mills back in there, at quarterback, like Brandon Cooks a lot at 6900 bucks. So that rounds out our wide receiver core. Bob, who did you go with as our tight end this week in our week 15 consistently cash in Voltron lineup?
0: Mm-hmm. So as, a, as an accountant, obviously, I love uh, to spend money uh, efficiently. And when you spend money efficiently, then it gives you a little bit extra at the end. And so we did a great job in the quarterback through wide receiver position, which gave me a little bit extra cash to throw into the players at tight end and flex. So at tight end, I went big, baby. George Kittle, there is nobody hotter in this league right now than George Kittle. The past two games, two games combined. Now, think about these when I say these numbers. 22 catches (laughs) for 332 yards and three touchdowns. That's just two games for him. He is on fire. Jimmy G is throwing to him like girls throw panties at Jimmy G. It's been (laughs) nuts. So I am going with George. Uh, he's going against Sam, uh, Atlanta, which obviously is just bad at everything so far this year. So George Kittle, I'm paying up for it. Tight end that left me $6,800 exactly remaining. And man, talk about falling into our lap. Sony Michelle is exactly $6,800. We already talked about the Seattle Rams game being a you know a, a high-scoring game, uh, even though Seattle was missing a couple of receivers. Maybe at this point. I feel like the Rams are just going to go off and we already have Van Jefferson up there in the, in the Voltron lineup. So I'm adding Sony Michelle again, Sony Michelle maybe not as good as uh, our, our boy Kittle's been over the last couple of games, but two, last two games, over 200 yards, rushing, uh, one touchdown, he's got three receptions. So he's got, and he's averaging basically 22 attempts a game. So they're giving him the ball. Uh, again, another bad defense. Seattle Seahawks are 31st in giving up fantasy points to the running back position. So that is who I have at those two positions. So, Ron, uh, wrap us up with uh, the uh, defense.
1: So went, went with uh, kind of a middle-of-the-road option this week at $4,300 and went with the Niners uh, against Atlanta. And, and when you sort stats by fantasy points allowed to the position per game, the Niners are, are one of the stingiest across the board. They're, they're, they're especially stingy against the passing game. They're a little bit more susceptible to the run than you might think they are. But they're one of the league's best against the tight end. And, and if you know anything about that Atlanta offense, you can – other than Cordero Patterson, you can pretty much say their next best weapon is going to be Kyle Pitts. And I look for him to kind of have a long day there. Matt Ryan has not been – anything to write home about it, especially if you own him in any leagues, you know what I'm talking about. He's got a little bit better the last few weeks, but he's thrown quite a few interceptions this year. And just a guy that I don't trust at all with those 11 picks, 17 touchdowns, but he's not definitely not one of our more consistent options when we're looking at it from a consistency standpoint. So fire up that Niners defense for that 4,300 bucks. So to round out the show, we got our Voltron lineup here. Let me go through it for you one more time. We got Ben Roethlisberger at quarterback. Running backs, James, Connor, Antonio Gibson, wide receivers, Chase Claypool, Van Jefferson, Brandon Cooks, our, our, our guy that sounds like you got a little man crush on our tight end there, Bob. George oh, yeah. Kittle, George, Love the hair, baby. Love <laughs> George, the hair. George Kittle, Sony Michelle at the Flex, and then we have the Niners defense to close it out. So, uh, Mr. Bob Lung, where are you at? Where can we find you on Twitter? And where can we find you at DrRoto.com?
0: As always, you can find me on Twitter at Bob underscore Lung. Don't forget, as always, check out all of the great consistency information that we have, the articles, the data, everything is there at drrota.com as well. And of course, the monkey knife fight article and podcast will be up. Uh, probably as soon as you as soon as you get done and listen to this one, you'll probably be able to go and get that one and listen to that one as well. So check that out as well.
1: And as always, you can find me at The Real Ma Day on Twitter. Check out the Week 15 Start Sit over there. I'm hoping that that still, still is something you can use be with, you know, with all the COVID stuff going on. So keep an eye <laughs> on that. And to close it out, Week 15 consistently cashing. Go check out the article. Make sure you uh, play that Voltron lineup, see how you do. Let us know on Twitter. Let Colby, myself, or Bob know how you do with our lineups on there. And we'll have four additional lines for you in the article when that gets posted. So for myself, we got Bob Lung across the aisle here. Happy holidays. Hope you have a great uh, great couple weeks coming up. Great week coming up. Enjoy week 15. And as always, stay consistent. Thanks
0: for stopping by the office. Get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out drrodo.com. And until the next visit, be well and take care.